Chapter 5, Cardiology. Topic 11, Arrhythmias. In this section, we'll start off by discussing various forms of bradyarrhythmias, a set of abnormal heart rhythms characterized by a slower-than-normal heart rate, generally less than 60 beats per minute. Let's begin with sinus bradycardia. It is typically characterized on an EKG by a regular rhythm with a narrow complex QRS and a heart rate of less than 60 beats per minute. It is commonly associated with well-trained athletes and can also be induced by medications such as beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and digoxin. The management of sinus bradycardia typically involves avoiding causative agents. It is typically asymptomatic and does not require treatment unless symptomatic, at which point a pacemaker may be needed. Moving on to first-degree AV block, this condition is characterized by a prolonged PR interval exceeding 0.20 seconds, indicating delayed conduction through the AV node. Typically, this condition is asymptomatic and doesn't necessitate any form of management or intervention. Next is second-degree AV block type 1, also known as Wenckebach phenomenon. The EKG for this condition often shows a gradually prolonging PR interval with an eventual dropped beat. This condition is generally benign and is managed similarly to first-degree AV block. Second-degree AV block type 2 is notable for a fixed prolonged PR interval with dropped beats. The pathology for this condition usually lies distal to the AV node, specifically in the bundle of his. Due to its high risk of progressing to third-degree AV block, this condition generally requires the implantation of a pacemaker. Third-degree AV block, or complete heart block, presents with complete dyssynchrony between P waves and QRS complexes on an EKG, a phenomenon known as AV dissociation. Management for this severe condition universally involves the implantation of a pacemaker. Lastly, sick sinus syndrome is characterized by alternating periods of bradycardia and tachycardia. It's primarily associated with the degeneration or fibrosis of the SA node and is more commonly observed in elderly patients. Symptoms may include fatigue, lightheadedness, dizziness, palpitations, and syncope. The management of symptomatic cases usually necessitates a pacemaker. We'll now change gears to discuss tachyarrhythmias. Supraventricular tachycardia, SVT, is a tachycardia that encompasses various types including atrial fibrillation, atrial flutter, AV reentrant tachycardia, AV nodal reentrant tachycardia, and junctional tachycardia. On an EKG, SVT displays a regular narrow complex QRS and retrograde P waves. Managing SVT involves increasing vagal tone, utilizing maneuvers or IV adenosine, and in severe cases, synchronized cardioversion is administered for hemodynamically unstable patients. Discussing atrial fibrillation, it has various associations like mitral valve abnormalities, hyperthyroidism, hypertension, and alcohol toxicity, among others. Management could be either through rate or rhythm control, applying beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, digoxin, or class 1C, and 3 antiarrhythmics, coupled with appropriate anticoagulation based on the CHAD-VAS score. Cardioversion is also an option under certain circumstances, and for refractory cases, ablation can be considered. Atrial flutter, bearing similarities in associations to atrial fibrillation, is managed through rate control using beta blockers or calcium channel blockers with radiofrequency ablation being a frequent intervention due to its higher success rate in preventing recurrence. Moving on to multifocal atrial tachycardia, MAT, it is primarily associated with primary pulmonary diseases, 
and is characterized by more than three different P-wave morphologies on EKG. Management focuses predominantly on treating the underlying pulmonary disease with no specific indication for antiarrhythmics. Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome, a congenital abnormality, may present as SVT and can degenerate into atrial or ventricular fibrillation. Management is usually symptomatic, applying class 1A, 1C, or 3 antiarrhythmics, or proceeding with the ablation of the accessory pathway. AV nodal blocking agents are typically avoided as they can promote conduction through the accessory pathway. Ventricular tachycardia is associated with ischemic heart disease, electrolyte abnormalities, and certain medications. Acute management involves determining the stability of the patient and may include antiarrhythmics, synchronized cardioversion, or in pulseless cases, unsynchronized cardioversion. Chronic management focuses on treating the underlying etiology and may include antiarrhythmics, ICD placement, or radiofrequency ablation if no reversible cause is identified. Torsade deployments associates mainly with prolonged QT interval and is characterized by a varying amplitude-wide complex QRS on EKG. Management primarily involves intravenous magnesium and, if needed, defibrillation. Finally, a broad array of antiarrhythmics pharmacotherapy is available, encompassing sodium channel blockers, class 1A, 1B, 1C, beta blockers, class 2, potassium channel blockers, class 3, and calcium channel blockers, class 4.